What's up, y'all? It's your girl, KB, and welcome to the Heart Convos podcast, where we believe it's not a hard conversation, it's a heart conversation. Uh, typically, I am joined by my co-host, Raffine, but today you are going to get part two of a conversation with three of my best friends. That is Raffine, Crystal, and Crystal. If you've not listened to part one, go ahead and check the episode out before this one. And if you have, then you are in for a treat because in this latter part of our time together, we are going to talk about friendship breakups, when the relationship tears down, when it falls apart, when it affects not just you, but other friends, what to do, how to interact and all that good stuff. We're laying our souls bare, putting it all out there. And uh, we hope that you're encouraged by it. So check it out. Again, welcome to the Heart Combos podcast and Raffine, take it away. So what about the other side of this? So, okay, how you were like, I ain't got no good stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, so, that's not entirely true, but I got you. <laughs> well, so what about, what are some of the difficulties or some of the not so great things that have come? Yeah, I think for me, I was, I was, I feel like I was duped because I had experienced such great fruitful friendship with y'all and it was awesome and amazing so when I left the bubble I I was like where you at where you at like it I that didn't happen um in relationships that I were pursuing so when I left um the summer project um Raffiné was the the next friend where it's like, oh, this this type of intimacy and friendship does exist. And, um, you know, we we were friends and it was great. And then but I felt but I felt like pursuing even friendships outside of her. And I still want to call what we had kind of a bubble because we almost lived like we were in college. Like we lived together for certain periods of time and like we did a lot in an abnormal way. Like we, we were in college, basically we created our own, <laughs> our, our own college trip <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, but, but then stepping out into the real world, I was like, it was just so much shallow relationship mm. and it was so frustrating because I just wanted to have deeper relationships with mm-hmm. other other people. Yeah, and I wasn't a, a, achieving that. And even like being married and trying to navigate that. What does that look like um, being married? And it I, it just sucked for very, like years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we I love what we had. I love it. But coming out of that, I was just like, dog, like, what in the world? I, it was just like a crisis in my life, not being able to find that and and create that, not having the time, the space, because I'm working now, a real job. Like, I got to show up somewhere almost mm-hmm. like every day, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a wife now. I got, I have to feed the person in my house, my husband, right? I have to figure all that stuff out. So it was just like, it was a mess for, for a very long time. But mm-hmm. that would be my no, downside. I just want to say, that's a great point that it is very hard to duplicate mm. yes. those experiences yeah. or, or is that the word duplicate? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. those experiences from summer project with people who have no context right. for that life, that level of vulnerability and transparency and just connectedness and legit is very foreign to the average person and looks really weird. Yeah. It just looks really weird yeah. To, yeah. to regular folks. Yeah. And so mm. go ahead with I would tell people about our relationships and what it was like. And while it would be foreign, I feel like I got a lot of response. I was like, wow, I would love that. Like, I would (laughs) love 
to be and it was almost like dude that's crazy who would do that but I wanted like I want that you know <laughs> yeah yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah so yeah. that that in and of itself one it helped me be grateful for the relationships that we had True. and have and like thank God for that because it, it was incre- it is incredibly special but then also to encourage other people to oh no it's absolutely possible now it 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 takes you know, it takes. <laughs> I wish some, they could see you. Yeah, I wish they could see It takes too. some. Uh, it takes some work. You gotta be willing to put your heart out there, which is an extremely scary thing and vulnerable. But every day, over and over oh again. Oh my gosh, for real. But um, so that that always kind of validated for me the the special nature of of what we had and what we were by God's grace, like what we've been through and built. Mm-hmm. And I have to let go of the idea of trying to find another crystal or KV Raffinay, mm, right? That's good. And, that's good. Yeah, and just really like take people for who they are, and like really find a f- that fresh new relationship that that God made yeah. for me. And yeah. I had to let y'all go. Like like y'all didn't exist for a moment in my head. My bad. Come on, like, no I legit. Can- I that's y'all. so real. <laughs> That is so real. That comparison thing, like, almost in the same way, like, I didn't want to befriend Wit because I was like, oh, she's, she reminds me of someone else who hurt me Mm -hmm. and who I hurt, Mm -hmm. right? But to your point, like, oh, if I make every person have to live up to the, you know, my experience, my prior experiences, like, and if it ain't that, then it ain't real or it ain't true or it ain't authentic, then that. Yeah, I can see easily how that becomes an issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I've had good, and this ain't quite that. Yeah. So, you kinda, <laughs> so then you yeah. kind of feel like you're settling. Like, uh, this is like, like, you know what I mean? Like, and you miss out on what, like you said, on what people have to offer and what they're bringing to the table. Exactly. The, we are not the pinnacle of one another's friendships. Exactly. Even though I think I felt that yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. yeah. For a very long time. I was like, oh, this is good as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember Kay Howe telling me how she prayed for godly friends mm-hmm. and how the Lord answered that. And you kind of always have to have that prayer, I think. Yeah. To be yeah. O- open to... God, what new what new relationships, if any, do you want for me in this season? And I know mm-hmm. if you think of when people ask, Can you have friends? Like once you get older, can you make new friends? Like once you're sixty, whatever. Like, I mean, why not? And are mm-hmm. you are you are you open to that? Are you are you mm-hmm. constantly asking God what relationships do you want me to be open to right now? And mm-hmm. so I think I've I've prayed, Lord, kinda keep me in that yeah, that meant that mind space, you know, like to always be open and to ask for what might I be close to now that would be beneficial and, and good for me in this season. But yeah, so I think that'll be. I recently um, came to the realization. I, I really I had to confess this to a friend that I would because as, as she mentioned, like praying for friends, I was praying for a a married friend local. Right. So the Lord sent me a friend and I had, and, but this friend reminded me so much of Raffinae. All right. And, and it was just so strange. And I would treat her as if she was Raffinae, like if she was really Raffinae and it was, it was so unhealthy and not fair to that person. And I had to confess that to her, um, one day and just realized like, yo, like 
new season, new day, new person, then and not using um, just past relationships and having that spill over to new relationships um, and being being free, being healed from all that stuff and, you know, walking in that newness. So that. That stuff is that stuff is real, dogs. Yeah, that stuff is real. I know. Listen, it makes she sorry. No, go. Go for it. No, go. <laughs> I was gonna say I feel like she's alluding to like a season that y'all have had that wasn't the best. You know what I'm saying? That she was projecting onto this new friend. So I feel like we should talk about that season. That's what I was gonna say. Just so people had context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you was gonna say something else, go for it. <laughs> I can hold it because it'll it'll connect to something else. I won't forget. Okay. Okay. How you want to share? You want me to go? You can go. <laughs> Follow your lead. Don't don't don't. You jump in <laughs> when you need to. Sure. Interrupt me and correct me. So, uh, what is being alluded to here is so K. How and I we talked about how we got connected was super tight, and then um, I uh, I guess when you started dating your husband was when things started to kind of go to crap, as I would call them. Mm. Um, so there started to be this, like, I would say wedge in our relationship. And looking back on it now, I think I have a lot more insight than I ever did back then. Um, I would say back then I, I made decisions about my relationship with K. Howe based out of fear. Honestly, I, I think that, Um, I had had experience with friendships where like when they got into a romantic relationship, it was like their friendships got tossed to the side and they were no longer existent. And so there would be interactions or exchanges that I would have with K. Hal that I was filtering through the lens of, well, she's got a boo. And so our friendship is about to go to the wayside, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say then I thought I was justified in what I was doing because it was self-protection and self-preservation. It was like, I'm not about to get hurt. Nope. Like, Mm. too busy. Ain't got time for this. And I think that, like, I was telling someone the other day, it was so interesting because, because I have that bend towards I don't care, I got to this place of, like, okay, K-How, let it go. Like, this friendship has gone to crap. Like, just (laughs) stop trying. (laughs) And she would be like, no, man, no, like, come on. (laughs) And so at one point I did try. We tried to read that book. Mm. It's an amazing book, by the way. It's a great book. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think we finished the book. Did Did we finish the book? No, we didn't. I finished it on my own. Um, I finished the book at some point later. But (laughs) it's an incredible book. and Beyond um, Boundaries, Townsend. Beyond Boundaries, How to Trust Again in, in Relationships. And... I just remember being like, okay, just let it go. And I think I was so afraid of like losing our friendship or how we were going to figure out how to be friends in light of this new relationship. I think I felt threatened by the new relationship. Um, I would say at that point, like Crystal was probably one of my closest friends. Oh, K-Hal. K-Hal was one of my closest friends and... I just didn't know what to do because I had already gone through this space of being really close to her and struggling with that because I felt like I was betraying my childhood best friend because I was like, 
is she my best friend now? Like, (laughs) is this okay? Like, what's happening? And trying to navigate all of that. And it was, it was hard and weird. And I think looking back on it, I'm like, this is so stupid. (laughs) Um, And I, I can honestly say like now, several years later, I think it's one of the, one of the things that I, I think I have regret about because it's like, this was dumb, Raffinay. Like, you were so in a place and like, but I think I had blinders on where I couldn't really see what was really happening. I think yeah. it took a lot of time and space to be removed from it mm-hmm. to be able to see more clearly, like, what actually happened. Um, and I think back then I could pinpoint, like, well, this happened and this happened and all these events, but like at the root of all of mm-hmm. that be able to now identify like this is really what was going on yeah at least for me yeah that's good reflection um I definitely looking at it um now I definitely believe it was a necessary ending as Henry would say right it was it was a necessary (laughs) ending I I say that (laughs) it was a necessary ending I say that because I think that I grew in ways that I probably wouldn't have grown Um, so when I started dating my husband, my husband was my first boyfriend. So I just, I'm sure I sucked at balancing the two boyfriend and friendship and was trying to navigate that. And, but I, but I realized that as much as I cherished friendship and I believed in it and like Raffinay was one of my closest friends back then. And, but that separation, that wedge let me see that yes, God gives us friendships but it's not our God. And I, I think there was times where I would idolize friendships and our friendship. And like the Lord just had to tear down that, that joint. Like, yo, like this is like f- I needed to have friendship more in a leveled place and more in a healthier place. And that's why I like to look back at it. And I was like, and uh, it's a necessary ending. So like we we had a hard breakup, like like <laughs> this joint, this joint was hard. Told me up. Right. And just trying to and trying to pursue and I'm like going to fight for friendship because I'm like, look, like like God can figure this out. Let's figure this out. Let's all be one big happy family. And I'm trying to get <laughs> trying to get my hus- boyfriend back there and the husband today and raffinate like y'all like each other. Like, come on, like we all good. Like we all can be in a relationship together. <laughs> and it, <laughs> it, it just did not work, did not work. And it, it was horrible. It was a horrible breakup. And like it was it wasn't until recently this year where we're like, yo, what happened back then? So we like five years removed. Right. <laughs> we like what? Because ha- I, I could if you would have asked me this question six, seven, eight months ago, like what happened with you and Raffinay? And everybody in our community knew us to be close friends. Like we were always together. You didn't see one without the other. I could account for her. If you asked me where Raffiné was, I could tell you what she doing, who she <laughs> with. Like that's how close we were. And, and we just like broke up. Raffiné probably would have been in my wedding. She wasn't in my wedding. Like it was bad. Like I, we, somebody need to write a book. We need to like reenact that joint. Like it <laughs> can make us some money. Let's oh, make some money. It's going to be, a, it's going to be a short film. It's going to come. It's going to be a short Let's, film. We write that book. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. Uh, so anyway, you asked that question because of the new friendship. This, this, this <clears throat> young girl like remind me of her in so many ways. And I'm like, yo, like y'all are the same person. 
And um, I had to I had to release that and be and really walk in that healing and forgiveness and not project um, those thoughts and feelings on on the poor, innocent person. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. Let me just say this. It was a bad breakup for them, but it was also a bad breakup for me. Amen. <laughs> and, and, and with, okay. Listen, it's, it's like when you have, when you have like the, the bond in the community that we had established with one another, it was so hard to watch what was happening. Now, there is a theme like with K-Hal and myself, we are all very much so, um, you know, people oriented, extroverted in a lot of ways. Like we love togetherness. We're like, hey, the more the merrier. Like, come on, like everybody yeah, yeah, all yeah. together. Raffaine is not. She is like, don't I'm introverted. And I don't group. I don't don't add nobody to it. I don't need a whole bunch of extra. Why are you always inviting people? Like she's very like, you know, private and like and we we're just not. So I think, you know, when when uh K How was trying to fight for them to figure out the dynamic and it seemed like Raffinay was like, no, I'm just ready to throw this away. We, all three of us were like, what is that? No, like, no. Now, Wit don't really have a clout with Raffinay that really come at her that way. So I'm feeling like I got to talk to Raffinay. Like, I'm the only one in the group that's really, like, talk some sense into this girl. And she would never want to hear it. She didn't want to hear it. And then it almost started affecting our dynamic. And Raffinay didn't feel the freedom to really share with me because she felt like I was always going to side with with K-Hal. She was mm-hmm. like, you're just going to take her side. You're going to make me feel bad about where I'm at. You, you're not going to really listen. Like, all these things. So there were there were ways that I had to forfeit even what came to me naturally to love her in a season where I was like, she doesn't need me to do. That's not what she wants to do. And I, there, and, and I tried. But I, was, I resisted for a long time what she needed. And then when I started to kind of yield to where she was, I was like, this is where she's at and I'm going to love her where she's at. And it's, but it yeah. broke my heart. I was like, it's breaking my heart to watch my friends have misunderstanding and ought to one another and not reckon like it, it should be reconciled. Like reconciliation is the goal. You know what I'm saying? And I think in my immaturity, I felt like if reconciliation happened, it would mean that their relationship would have to look like it looked before. And that is not the case. Mm-hmm. You know, there are, yeah. there are relationship dynamics that change in friendship and for, for different reasons. And when people are restored or reconciled, it doesn't mean that the relationship has to go back to what it was before. Um, right. And so I think I was holding that pressure also, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like of Raffiné, like for it to look like it was before and for our group dynamic dynamic to be what it was before. Um, but it, it never, it never came back around to that, you know? And so the dynamic was forever changed. And for the season that they weren't talking and there was no association and there wasn't anything. Cause like you heard K house said, it wasn't until this year that they even revisited the conversation, you know what I'm saying? To talk about different things that it's like, okay, well, what do we do with this? And how do we all move forward? And what does that look like? Especially after y'all heard in the beginning how all of us are connected through another person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, only reason I know Raffinate is because of who the KL. And if they're not talking, then what does that mean? You know? And I know people feel people feel that tension all the time with their friend in their friend groups, right? Like something happens between somebody else, like, so what are we am, am I going do I show my loyalty to you by not talking to that person too? Or <laughs> We we all go be on on this ship over here. Like, how does this work? What are we supposed to do? Can I mention her name? Can I say that I just went out of email? I don't right. know. Like, you know. And so it just became. It was very hard for all of us. I think while that was happening, and just as time has passed and maturity has happened, I think we've all just surrendered it all to the Lord. You know what I mean? And not just their relationship dynamic, but all of our dynamics with one another. Um, 
And so that was, I just wanted to add that. <laughs> Whitaker, how was it for you? <laughs> I'm afraid of that laugh. Um, right. You know, it was just so interesting because, I mean, with the starting point of me and Raffinay already being kind of, I don't want to say the weakest relationship, but just, you know, a different relationship out of all of us, mm-hmm. you know, my heart was heavy more so for Crystal because. Mm-hmm. Okay, huh? Oh, well, you could. I'm sorry. I'm right. I'm so but committed still, for to the people, names. they might yeah. not know your voices yet. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> My heart was for K. How because I just remember this girl talking about you from day day one from in Dallas, you know, and just what y'all's relationship was like, and um, you know, I, I remember her all the prayers, you know, for you all, you know, it's everything about this relationship, and also in my mind. While I'm in Indiana and Crystal's here in Dallas, I'm thanking God because Crystal's got a girl in Dallas that's like, you know, that that's her that's her partner, oh, right? Yeah. That's her homie. And so and because I don't have a direct line to you like that, I'm just getting Crystal's side. So mm-hmm. in my head, what it looks like is she just got dropped. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 that's great. That pause. That dropped. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a like, visual person. And yeah. I'm almost like, how dare someone do that to yeah. K How? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because y'all already know. Listen, my loyalty is to K How over all of y'all jokes. <laughs> I, I, we got so. it, baby. We got it. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So, so you know, it was. It was it was hard, um, but also I hope that part of it was like. But and then I moved here. Well, I don't, I'm trying. I'm getting my timeline messed up, so I don't know if I was actually here when the breakup happened or not. I don't remember. But mm-hmm. then I was. It was no, it, you weren't. Yeah, you but were breakup, but already happened. But either way, I ended up being here. So now you I was, was on the back I end. Would see you, you know, yeah. in person and. I felt like I could still be cordial, but it was still, but you know, we know, I already know because Crystal is already our connector. Then it's going back to what KB said. Well, if they're not friends, then what do, what, what does that mean? What, what are we? And then we, and then we trying to serve in church together. So we up here singing worship. Yeah. And I'm like, so you guys didn't even want to sing with me because she's not friends with KB, with Crystal. You know, like all these types of thoughts. Um, but but I think the the overwhelming feeling that I remember was just being really sad for Crystal because sad. I could I I knew this was breaking her heart and I just didn't understand why, especially given how close you guys were and and just being and trying to help her figure it out like how long does she fight um, for this and no meaning like how long does she fight for the relationship? But I'm gonna be a fighter too. So I I think I remember being like keep trying was that like that was that was that i'm sure you were i feel like that is that is so i, don't think I heard you were like that it. for a while and then you were like oh. okay she's not trying to yeah just like, no. <laughs> yeah um, almost because Chris, i was always like no there's hope yeah there's hope and yeah. then i got the news that i got the email that it, it was over and i was like oh <laughs> did yeah. you get an email an email. <laughs> not a real email, but oh. I'm just saying I got I got like the, the got memo. Them, like, this then, is there's nothing. Yeah. I think Raffinay just told me like no, there's not, nothing. It's over. And then and I'm I was getting like, questions oh. 
when Raffin ain't not in the wedding. And I'm like, <laughs> y'all, Ooh. ass, 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 <laughs> ass You know, because Her hands it's are just, up right now, people. <laughs> so I feel like, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. You know, so it's just, it just speaks to, again, this crazy dynamic and all the millions of feelings that each person can have from the different perspectives and you know, it, so it's just it's just yeah. so interesting to look at. Um, but yeah, and then I think about all the memories. I think about KB's baby shower, or not baby shower. KB's um uh, bridal, bridal shower. shower. You know, I see the picture mm-hmm. of us in the cowboy hats, birthdays, yeah. everything, all that. You know, I got all the footage from all the surprises. <laughs> baby J, all baby of this, baby rush, baby. Yes. Um, so anyway, this, it was yeah. it was really a, a multitude of feelings inside. Well, let me just say this. It, I think it does speak to the amount of health that we had overall, because y'all know that this whole situation could have gone real like Housewives of Atlanta. Like it could have got oh, real yeah. sloppy. Oh, yeah. Real quick. You get what I'm saying? Like if we were if really at the core of who we are, we were not fighting for health and championing vulnerability and reconciliation. Like we could have used all of that as an opportunity to really just plant seeds of dissension and throw each other under the bus and like right. really just it like to slander one another and to like it really just be bad, which is what hurt people do when they're hurt. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Um, and so the fact that the relationships were still maintained, like, to some degree, individually, you know what I mean? Like the ones, you know what I'm saying? Like that there was something to maintain. Like I feel like that just speaks to it, to a, a health and a maturity that I was still able to do life closely with Raffinay. Raffinay was living with me, you know what I'm saying? For like two of oh, those yeah. years, like in my house, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and still, we were, we're still able to like love one another. And I remember I would have calls with K-How and we would catch up about life and this is why Raffinay's living with me. You know what I'm saying? And like we just be giving each other updates about what's going on. And and so I think it, it just speaks to it's possible to have relationships with people who might not individuals who might not get along with one another, mm. but it doesn't mean that your relationship with that person has to become toxic and unhealthy. You get what I mean? Mm. Um, because I just see that happening all the time and people not knowing how to navigate their loyalty to different people, you know what I'm saying? And their relationships with others. And so I just say, I just think that speaks to that. To yeah. That I, I remember not ever wanting to put y'all in the middle of this where it felt like y'all mm-hmm. had to choose, you know what I'm saying? And, um, so I probably didn't do all my processing with, mm-hmm. with, with you for sure, KB, cause you had that relationship with Raffine and just being very mm-hmm. careful of that. Um, because I I didn't want that to seep over into y'all's relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the things I think too that so Crystal K House said uh, some months ago we had this conversation about what happened. I will say that was not the first time we had a conversation, so that could be deceiving to the listeners. Okay. Like, oh, the first time they talked was just seven <laughs> oh, months <right>. ago. <laughs> Dang. But no, no, like we've had several conversations and probably gone to lunch a couple times yeah. in, in the last few years. Um, I think that conversation was a clarifying like, OK, what actually happened and where we at and where where are we? And one of the things I think that is that I've gotten out of all of this from my relationship with K-How is 
I'm reminded that what Kristen said earlier, reconciliation does not have to be things go back to the way that they used to be. And also, I think it's a great testament to the fact that if you have, I guess, like an open hand is, is the picture I see in my mind. If you have an open hand or open heart and mind, like things can be healed, reconciled, apologies can be given, and it does not have to equal things have to remain the way that they have been forever. Because one of the things, I hope it's okay that I share this, um, but I think you said nothing was off limits. One of the conversations that. Kay How and I had. Oh, okay, good. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I don't, I don't know what you're about to say, but I don't care. Um, one, of the, one of the conversations that we had in those months ago was like that discussion of would we ever be friends again? And that's a question that I have been asked by other people as I have shared kind of what happened and my response to that has has been like maybe like I'm not seeking it out but I'm also not opposed to it it's just kind of like maybe and I think that's a probably a very different place than I ever would have been mm. back then because mm. back then I was like hell no like get out of here <laughs> um but I think that it is a reminder of the fact that like God really can do anything. Yes, he can and, testify, testify. And also that like things don't have to be an end all be all. And I think that's a good reminder because I think sometimes when people do have these breaks or very deep hurt in relationships and friendships, it's like, that's it forever. That is mm-hmm. our lot. And that is, that is what we are destined forever to. And I just, I don't feel that way. Like, I don't have any ill feelings towards Kehau or anything. Like, I'm just like, that sucks. And, you know, but I, I think the perspective of it was a necessary ending from your vantage point and just what I've learned from this experience is something that I probably would not have learned in any other kind of experience because of the depth of our relationship. And I would say it has not closed me off to building deep relationships again mm-hmm. which probably would have been true in my past because mm-hmm. i was like no nah, mm-hmm. got my three friends i'm good um <laughs> but i have learned that like hey relationships do end sometimes and that's not always a bad thing you know people talk about the season and the lifetime friends and all that and i do agree with that but like my counselor even challenged me one time she's like raffinate relationships will end and i was just like like, why would you say that? And she's like, <laughs> I mean, she's like, it might be because y'all separate. It might be because somebody dies. Like, they will end at some point. And I think that perspective for me has revolutionized the way that I do relationships now. Because I wouldn't say I'm wide open, like, yes, all the friends, just because I'm naturally introverted. But I am. <laughs> I am more open to allowing people to get to know who I am allowing people to have a little insight into my story and not as like guarded. I would say before I was like, you need to show me that you're trustworthy and then I will give you my trust. I think Mm -hmm. I'm a little more open now to like trusting. And then if people show me something that says they're not to be trusted, even for me now, it's not, I can't trust you at all. It's just like, Oh, maybe I don't trust you in these particular areas. Yeah. Um, and so I think it has had a ripple effect for me on relationships today too. Yeah. Can I ask a really quick question? 
Mm-hmm. Do you can one of you guys explain why y'all felt like it was a necessary ending for y'all? Mm-hmm. I will let you because you use that <laughs> verbiage. <laughs> yeah, I think um, when I was saying that that I it, looking at it from this vantage point and just God revealing that though that was a great relationship and I, I believe a God ordained relationship, um, I had began to idolize friendship in that relation in, in particular, where it, where I felt like there was just unhealthy dependencies and like God really was stripping me of that. Um, and unfortunately he, he that was necessary to happen in order for that type of clarity mm-hmm. and purification in my life to, to happen and to, and to show, to, to, to be revealed to me. Um, I think it was necessary just because we were so, 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 so tight, like even going into a marriage that I, I really needed that to be the, my capacity to love my husband more. Like I needed that to be freed up. Um, because of just the way we, like we did friendship, it it was nearly impossible to maintain the two at the level that I wanted to for everything to stay the same. Like there needed to be some shifts, like did it need to end completely? Maybe not, but there definitely had to be changes. Um, and so that's why I, I, I say it was definitely a, a necessary ending. Um, necessary shift but it ended so that's why I'm calling it a necessary ending (laughs) (laughs) does that make sense Mm -hmm. yeah Um, I have another question so I think we talked about Crystal um, K-How and Raffiné G-Wit Raffiné G-Wit KB KB K-How but we haven't really said much about KB and Raffiné relationship in this whole thing. I, in my mind, I'm like, didn't you just say all the relationships? <laughs> That's why this like... diagram going to be helpful for people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, she just said them all. What, what, who's left? Um, yeah, or even, I mean, and I don't even know what, from what era or even just if you want to speak to like now, what it looks like. Um, but yeah, that's good. Yeah. Kayhal mentioned at one point that it felt like we were in college, like <laughs> in the sense that, and I, and I get that on some level, like college is very much a bubble, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like environment. Um, and the way that you engage in college is not exactly how the real world works. Um, and I could see that in my relationship with Raffinet because when we met that summer and we were building intently it all carried over into the year and after summer project Raffiné didn't have a you didn't have a job so that meant that she had a lot of free time mm. and then I was also like raising support which meant I probably shouldn't have had a whole lot of free time <laughs> <laughs> have a lot of free time um, and so the way that because life wasn't like requiring her to be at a job you know from a certain time to a certain time and there wasn't like like you were talking about, okay, how the responsibility of a family and, you know, like a spouse or all those other things. We had a whole lot of just time to be talking mm-hmm. and spending time together. So 
the front end of our relationship was very much so infused. Um, I remember when she started back working, it was almost like a little bit of a culture shock. Like, wait, mm. what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you're not available? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got responsibilities? What? You know? And so um, when those natural boundaries, good boundaries started, you know, kind of being put in place, it almost was like, oh, I need to adjust. Um, but yeah, I would say the very beginning of our relationship was, was very infused, um, very consuming, but let me just say this about all of my relationships. Anybody who has ever known me knows that all of my relationships are very intense up front. Mm-hmm. I'm like super intentional, super consumed. And then at some point I just stopped being that way. Mm-hmm. And that has been like a trash <laughs> dynamic that I've had for ever, for like over 10 years, <laughs> 10, 15 years. Like it's just the nature of. I don't know, it's just my personality, almost like I'm kind of an out of sight, out of mind person. When you're right in front of me, like you're the most important person in the world to me when you're not. Like right now, y'all are the most important people in the world to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but as soon as we hop off this call, you know what I'm saying? Like my mind just yeah. moves on like kind of to the next thing. And I see that in the way that I've built relationships with people and in different seasons where when we're together, it's amazing. When we're not, then, you know, it kind of is what it is. But for me... I can reconnect with a person who I've had a strong connection with mm-hmm. and pick up where we left off. Whereas some other people will be like, no, this ain't been maintained. So we got to start over. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, I'm like, well, we need to start over. What you talking about? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we just pick up where we left off, you know? And so I would just say for Raph and A and I's relationship, it was very, very much so close knit. A lot of imbo- like talking conversations, diving into that vulnerability, just learning about one another, like really consumed. Um, with with one another and then once she started kind of again getting a, a job and moving and life started kind of changing for her in some different ways um our connect our our dynamics started to change and i didn't always handle it well she didn't always handle it well if i met new people she would know because i would be on the new people <laughs> she'd be like you must have got some new friends because you ain't <laughs> you ain't talking to nobody <laughs> and i'm like yep and all three of these people on this thing right here can attest that you know, I, I do that. And again, it's something that I need to work on. It's not something that I'm that I'm proud of, but it is a pattern that I see in all of my relationships. So that was it. That was it. And now, I mean, we've gone through the ebbs and flows. I mean, it's been 10 years for all of these, almost 10 years for all of these relationships on this and more for some. Like, And so now that I look at our relationship 10 years later, I don't talk to Raffinate every day. I mean, if we weren't doing the podcast, I don't even know. Uh, which is funny because I told her, I was like, I'm so glad season two is back because now I get to talk to you regularly. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, otherwise, you know, she got a job and a life and responsibilities and I'm over here trying to navigate stuff. So we don't get to engage as, as often as, as we have in the past. But we're, I'm at a maturity place now where that's not it's not problematic. Yeah. It doesn't I don't question her love for me or her loyalty to, to me. Whereas before I'd be like, are we not friends anymore? She'd be like, girl, sit down. Like she would just, <laughs> she'd be like, you're doing the most. Um, so yeah. that, that's my, my thoughts. What, what, what's your perspective about our connection? Life? I mean, I don't, I don't think I have much to add. I think that we definitely have been through the ebbs and flows of like about to quit each other. Oh um, yeah. Talk about, you talk about it. And <laughs> I don't know. What's interesting to me is I wasn't about to quit. Th- you're lying. Ooh, Do not lie to these people. 
Tell me, when was I about to quit? No, there were many a days you were like, we should just go ahead and not be friends anymore. It would be for the better. <laughs> <laughs> it would be for the better. That's yes. what I heard she would say. That's Probably very, does. very matter of fact, like, just I like just, that. I don't want to. I, I just feel like I'm breaking you and messing you up. Yes. And I just feel like, oh, that's girl, true. That's true. Yes. That is true. Yes. That's a part. That's a whole part too. But oh go my ahead. Gosh. So I think one of the things that was a benefit to my relationship with KB is that all that I went through in my relationship with K How, I think over time we would, when KB and I would get in those places of like, I'm quitting you we wouldn't be in that place at the same time. Not saying that K. Howe was in that same place, but I think just more time, more maturing, I had a little more fight at that point in our relationship mm-hmm. than I did in my relationship with K. Howe. And so I was just kind of like, okay. Well, she would call me and be like that. I'd be like, well, just call me tomorrow because um, I'm going to go because <laughs> you tripping. Or if I would be in that place, she'd be like, no, we need to talk about it right now. And I'd be like, okay, I definitely don't want to talk about it right now because I need seven days before I'm going to mm. be ready. And- oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Listen, listen, it, it, I call Rapid and be like, I want to quit. And she'd be like, all right, well, just, you know, let me know. She's like, she like, I'm trying to quit. And I'm like, no, no, I'm here. I'm just going to reaffirm, you know what I'm saying? Other stuff. Rapid don't give you nothing, boy. So listen, she'll call you bluff. Because if you if you don't mean it, right? You just, you know. But she, good Lord. I mean, it's <laughs> That is funny. I'm you. So I think our dynamic has been good. It was interesting to live in the same city. Just because I never thought that would happen. Mm-hmm. And so when we did live in the same city, it was really sweet. And But what's funny about it is I saw you all the time. I wouldn't necessarily say we became closer. It was just you when were you just there. Us? Yeah. Um, no. We, I wouldn't I, say we I were just, further apart yeah. either. It was just. I was just around. I mean, you were mm-hmm. in a different space, though. You were pregnant, and then you mm-hmm. were, then you had a baby, and then it was like, what do I do? How do I keep this kid alive? Mm-hmm. Like all the, all the, you know, antics that <laughs> you were going through. <laughs> um, and so I just think that one of the things that sticks out in my mind about our relationship is that we've tried to be intentional about having conversations when there are changes and shifts which I heard Whit mention earlier about her mm-hmm. and K. Howe. It's like having those conversations as things were changing. And so I think that's something that has characterized our relationship when things were starting to be different instead of assuming, or maybe there was a little assuming, but then there was also a conversation <laughs> that coupled with it to be like, things feel a little different, what's happening? And mm-hmm. or I'm not liking this new thing. Mm-hmm. And what don't you like about it? And is there something <laughs> we can do about it? Or do we need to just adjust and kind of get used to this new normal? So mm-hmm. um, I think it's been overall a pretty cool, good friendship. A yeah. hard one. One to a work at. A hard one. Um, yeah. But good. For sure. It's not a hard friendship. It's a heart friendship. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Well, with that being said, beautiful people, 
I think this is a good part one. I'm sure we could talk for for days on end about lots of things. I mean, K-Hal dropped the bomb that she had never had a boyfriend. She dated with that one time and married him. So that's a whole, that's an episode. It's not as random as it sounds that you made it sound. (laughs) It is to some people. Listen, you ain't never had a boyfriend and you had one and married him. It's like, dang, first time. There we go. Um, You know? And so there were all kinds of things that I just... As we talked, I was like, man, that's a whole nother episode. Man, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> but but I love, I'm glad that, that uh, we had this time to just kind of reminisce of about the highs and the lows of all of our connections and how God has really kind of used those things to teach us lessons about ourselves and about friendship and relationships. And I'm hoping that everybody who's had the opportunity to listen was encouraged. And so are there any other questions, Raphine? Anything else you wanted to hit on before we hop off? Um, I think I would like to close with like, what, if you had to pick would be your one piece of, I guess, advice or encouragement for people that are trying to navigate friendships, not necessarily deep ones, but just healthy friendships. Mine would be, I'd go first. <laughs> Give y'all a minute to think about it. I didn't and put I'll this on the last. questions list, mm. so... <laughs> So I think mine would be just be open and be flexible. I think I have really learned the importance of not being so rigid. And I I would say that being rigid was a contributor to some of my resistance and hesitation to y'all on the front end. Just like, it's too Mm. much. So being open to be flexible and kind of see what happens and um it allowed me to experience a lot of joys and a lot of lows a lot of sweet times a lot of hard times a lot of laughs a lot of tears um but I wouldn't trade any of it Mm -hmm. I think it has definitely played a part in me being the woman and the friend that I am today Crystal rock paper says get out of here (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hi. Hello. Okay. How here? Um. Man, I would. What was the question again? One more time. One more time. Oh. <laughs> Crystal. K, this is that is K How. By the way, that is, that is quintessential. Give me that one more K-Hal. time. Give me that. Come through. Quintessential K How. Are you here what? with us? I am, but. I forgot what I want to make sure I, I like to stay on, on point with answering yeah, the question. Okay. Give, give it to me. Wrap it it's, up, just come on. One, it's just one piece of one advice, piece. suggestion for the people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's not deep. It's not. It's not. Yeah. I, um, I would just say that friendship is a, a gift and um, viewing it as a gift and not something that um you're demanding like when you when it's a gift you'll handle it carefully and um i like to look at friendships from that viewpoint knowing it's a gift and then if you're a believer that it's a gift from god so um you know you ask you seek god on everything else but but really coming to him with friendships and seeing how he wants you to navigate each specific friendship um so that he can get the most glory out that thing is something that I want to encourage listeners to do. So friendship is a gift. I like that. That's cool. 
Um, this is G Wit. I, I would say, man, just jump in, go for it. Um, I think it's it's deceptive to think that anyone can do this life by themselves, and so, um, yeah, uh, just jump in uh, with with friends, pray for them. I'm always encouraged to hear. Like whenever I think about our stories, I. I I always remember how Crystal says she prayed for friends, and that's encouraged me. And so pray for friends. There's no shame in that. There's nothing wrong with that. Just do it and um, watch what the Lord does in that. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, let each each relationship be what it is and um, watch how it continues to grow and mature you as a person um, as well. And give you some friends that'll keep it 100, not just have a good time with you, but give you some friends that'll hold you accountable to like everything when you acting up or even just when you got to remember what your dreams are and what you're, what you're trying to do and be in life, they'll encourage you and be your biggest cheerleader. So those are a couple of things I'll say. I would say that you're not the only one. Remember that you're not the only one. Um, I think desire is a big deal for me. So to meet people that had a mutual desire for closeness and connection and were willing to like pursue me and to like meet me where I was, that was just so refreshing and life-giving. And maybe some people who are listening to this might think, um, I'm here for all of this, but I don't know if there's anybody else like around me that's here for this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, you don't know that. Like, you're not the only one. Like, you're not the only one that wants closeness and connection and yeah we're all meant for deep meaningful connections so give people the benefit of the doubt you know what i'm saying like don't go in assuming that they don't want closeness they don't want vulnerability but that they also want the freedom to be themselves and to be accepted and to be loved and so don't believe the lie that you're the only one um but believe that there are other people out there um who also share that those, those same desires to be connected in, in quality friendship so Thank you guys so much for uh, being with us today. Thank you so much, Red Star, Crystal, Crystal, and Raffinae. Uh It means a lot. Yes, it means a lot so for you to join us here on the Heart Combos podcast. Probably one of my favorite Heart Combos that I've had in the year, two years that I've been doing this. And so, thank you for two being years. here. Um, two years. Wow. Yeah. I know. You got a podcast podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. You got to say it twice. All right, beautiful people. I hope that you enjoyed part two of this conversation around friendship breakups. And you really enjoyed meeting my best friends. Um, that are part of my red circle. And so um, thank you so much for tuning in to the Heart Convos podcast. Again, I want to thank all the Patreon family, the people who give on a monthly basis that make it possible for me to do things like this full time. If you're interested in becoming a patron and um, actually get getting some of the benefit of what it means to give on each of the tiers, you can go to patreon.com slash heart convos to figure out what you have to do to get the different benefits also if you ever have any questions that you want us to answer on air please send your questions to ask at gmail.com that's a-s-k-h-e-a-r-t-c-o-n-v-o-s at gmail.com
www.kimberlyjohnson.com. Thank you again, ladies, for being on this episode with me. Cannot wait for next week's episode. We continue to have incredible special guests this season. So again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Heart Convos podcast. We love y'all and we want you to always remember it's not a hard conversation. It's a heart conversation. Until next time, peace.